The American Council of the Blind presents ACB Reports, a monthly news magazine featuring topics of interest to people who are blind or have low vision. I'm Mike Duke. This month... Welcome, everybody, to the 2021 ACB Conference and Convention. I officially call this annual business meeting and convention to order. ACB President Dan Spoon convenes the 60th Annual Conference and Convention of the American Council of the Blind. Welcome to ACB Reports for August 2021. The 60th Annual Conference and Convention of the American Council of the Blind was held virtually from July 16th through the 23rd. This month, ACB Reports presents the opening address from ACB President Dan Spoon which was delivered during the opening general session on Sunday, July 18th. Isn't it exciting that here we are for our 60th anniversary? Who could believe that it was 60 years ago that our forefathers and foremothers all came together and walked across that street in Kansas City to form the American Council of the Blind? Thank you for your efforts. We will never forget you and we'll always treasure your memories. Our theme for this year's convention is better together wherever we are. And nothing could be more appropriate than this theme for our second ever virtual convention. We've had so much to deal with this year, adversity with a pandemic. We've had to deal with social justice and change and dealing with change, but we've come through it. We've come through it as an organization. I'm so proud of what we've accomplished together as a family. I have to just say thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who steps up and goes beyond the call of duty to help our organization and help the blind and low vision community survive and thrive. I come to you tonight as your ACB president to share with you that ACB, our organization, is strong. It is strong not only in treasure, it is strong in talent, and it is strong in volunteer time. It is all of us coming together to make a difference. In ACB, we did it. We did it when others thought we couldn't. We stepped up. We made a difference with our time. Over 42,000 hours of volunteer time from our organization and our members this year, worth over a million dollars. Us, blind people helping blind people. Talent. Oh my gosh, the talent that this organization shows day in and day out from our Friends in Art Showcase to our amazing primetime shows that you'll see this week, to our advocacy efforts, to our willingness to get together person by person and support each other. Support each other at a time when we needed it the most. Through a huge year of an amazing worldwide pandemic, ACB did not falter. We stood strong. We not only stood strong, we grew. We advanced. I come to you tonight happy to let you know that the ACB Treasury is in the finest position it's been in 
in the history of the American Council of the Blind. We sit with endowment funds worth over $5.3 million, funding our scholarships into the future, giving ourselves a healthy board reserve. So if once again, we have a crisis, we have the reserves to deal with it. That we have now a legacy endowment fund with over $1.7 million and growing. 5.3 million. There's people out there that I can think, I know they have to have a smile on their face and I won't mention too many names, but the Carla Rushables, the Mitch Pomerances, the Ron Millimans, the people that worked so hard to make sure we would have financial stability. And we still have a long way to go, but I'm here to tell you we are the healthiest we've ever been. And I want to say thank you. Thank you to the five living ACB presidents who gave of their time and talent and their treasury in some cases to help build this organization. Kim Charlson, Mitch Pomerantz, Chris Gray, Paul Edwards, and Oral Miller. Five members of our organization who gave us the foundation on which to build a brighter future. I'm also here to celebrate a convention, a convention like none other. Janet did a wonderful job of welcoming us to our 2021 ACB conference and convention, better together wherever we are. And boy, nothing could be further from the truth. We have done so much as an organization. This convention will feature 166 breakout sessions with over 400 participants. We've trained 125 Zoom hosts and 40-something of them will be participating through this convention this week. We have dozens of broadcasters for ACB Media. We will have a series of amazing primetime shows throughout the week. And we as an organization have come together and are working to be inclusive like we've never been before. We will see for the first time that all our members will have an opportunity to vote, to exercise their democratic right to be a member of the American Council of the Blind as we conduct 13, that's right, 13 candidate elections. We have also stepped forward in the area of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Changing our board policies to allow people to have more easy access to become board members by increasing our board stipend. Also, by allowing more flexibility for people to participate in a hybrid virtual environment if traveling is difficult for them, either because of their health or their financial commitments or their work-life balance. We have worked to include extra fields in our membership database, recommended and voted by our membership through a resolution presented by our Multicultural Affairs Committee that we will identify, if people want to, it's voluntary, but people, we will track our gender identity and we will track our race and ethnicity. We will learn who makes up our membership. And we will be able to use that information to intentionally work for grants and further improve our investments in all of our communities, our communities of color, 
our communities of Spanish language. We are now offering monthly Spanish language community events only in Spanish for people who are more comfortable in that environment. So as you see, we have worked so hard to become what Penny Reader says, that I love this quote. So Penny, I'm going to steal it from you tonight. ACB has become the organization that I always thought it could be and hoped it could be. Thank you, Penny, for those words. And thank you, ACB, for all you've done to get us to this point in time. We have many more challenges ahead, but we together will meet those challenges. Remember, ACB, we did it, and we will continue to do it. Special thanks to the ACB staff. What an amazing set of activities and accomplishments that our staff working with our members have been able to pull together for this year. And at this point in time, I want to take a moment and thank our ACB Board of Directors, the group that partners with our staff, along with our steering committees and our overall committees to do so much valuable work for this organization. And I'm very proud of what the board was able to accomplish this year, bleeding in from last year. First, approving the code of conduct and standing that up so that we each day and in each way show each other respect as we go through our activities inside of the American Council of Blind. But besides our code of conduct, we have established five core values that this organization, its leaders, and its staff honor every day. Those five core values are integrity and honesty, respect, collaboration, flexibility, and boy, are we really spending a lot of effort in that one, and initiative. And our organization has lived up to all five of these core values. I thank the board for approving them, our membership for adopting them. Many of our affiliates have also adopted them. And thank you for making those difficult decisions and doing the right thing. Also making the difficult decisions to move forward with not only the virtual convention last year, but in a very timely fashion, electing to have a virtual convention this year so we could plan it accordingly. And also having a wonderful DC leadership conference. In the middle of a pandemic, we did not shrink when it came to how in the world do we go to Capitol Hill and advocate for our positions. We stood tall. We expanded our DC leadership conference. The advocacy steering committee stepped up and hosted with the direction of Clark Rackfall, our advocacy and governmental affairs director, an amazing DC leadership conference that featured wonderful panels from experts across the country, partners of ours, but not only our partners within disciplines of government and disability. We also reached out to our partners inside the blindness community and hosted the first ever fireside chat where we brought together partners and allies to work collaboratively, another one of our core values for the betterment of the blind and low vision community. I want to also thank two board of directors who are rolling off as board members at the end of this convention. 
First, Sarah Altman. Many of you will remember her as Sarah Conrad, who joined the board with me nine years ago in 2012. Sarah, little did we know where life would take us on this journey with ACB. But thank you, Sarah, for all of your efforts helping our organization, enrolling from a student to now a proud attorney. We've watched you grow, and you have helped ACB grow. Thank you so much. And also thank you to Dan Dillon, a gentleman along with his wife, Brenda, who helped introduce me at the national level to the American Council of the Blind. Today, our ACB Brenda Dillon Memorial Walk is in honor of Brenda Dillon, one of our leaders that helped so guide our future. And Dan Dillon, you've always been a friend and a mentor. Thank you so much for all of your service to the American Council of the Blind. And we know both of you are not going anywhere. You may not be on the board, but we know we can still count on you for your volunteerism as true, solid members of the American Council of the Blind. I also want to thank Mitch Pomerantz, past president of the American Council of the Blind, but also delegate to the World Blind Union for 12 years. Mitch stepped up, and he was the first vice president of the North American Caribbean region. He helped on the employment committee, has been an amazing mentor and an advocate for blind issues in the American Council of Blind throughout the world. Mitch, thank you so much for your service with ACB at the World Blind Union. And I also have to say congratulations to Kim Charlson who is now the president of the North American Caribbean region of the World Blind Union. Congratulations, Kim. Thanks for representing us at this most recently completed World Blind Union quadrennial. Thank you for your guidance inside of ACB and representing us at the WBU. We also have really strengthened our nine programs and services inside of the American Council of the Blind with the establishment of our steering committees, with both a member and a staff lead, those nine programs, convention, advocacy, membership services, information referral and peer support, scholarship and awards, audio description project, public awareness, administration and management, and development and fundraising have all grown over these last two years. They've all implemented the L10 traction meeting format and are establishing rocks, solving problems by identifying, discussing, and solving, and really moving this organization forward. So thanks to all of you. Thanks to our committee chairs. Thanks to our affiliate presidents. We all meet on a regular basis now with transparency and communications. I want to highlight our scholarships for this year. We have partnered, again, another word, a partnership with the American Foundation for the Blind to now be able to offer $90,000 a year in scholarships to 21 outstanding scholarship winners. What an amazing group of young individuals who will be our advocates and leaders of the future. Thank you to the Scholarship Committee for all their hard work, and a special thanks to Nancy Marks Becker and Nancy Christine Fila, 
who work tirelessly behind the scenes to help prepare these scholarship applications. This year, we broke a record with 154 applications for our scholarships. Absolutely outstanding. And in the area of audio description, wow, what progress we've made there. Special thanks to the Bay State Council of the Blind and to Kim Charlson and Brian Charlson for their work in a structured negotiation with HBO. That ended with HBO committing to offer 1,500 hours of audio described content this year. That will increase to 3,000 hours next year and 6,000 hours the year after that. They've also committed that 100% of all their new original content will be audio described and that their website will be fully accessible as well as their app. Thank you, Kim and Brian, for your efforts in that area. I also want to highlight, I believe, a one-of-a-kind primetime show that will take place tomorrow night when Carl Richardson will welcome eight of the most amazing corporations in America to talk about streaming in the 21st century. This is the American Council of Blind, folks. We did it. We are hosting a primetime show with Netflix, Amazon, Apple, Disney, HBO, AT&T, Viacom, CBS, and Comcast, NBC, Universal. Folks, it doesn't get any bigger than that. And ACB has brought those giants in the communications and media arena together to field our questions and help us understand how they're going to make audio description available for us now and forevermore. It's not a privilege. It's a right. We fought for it. We've earned it. ACB, we did it. Special thanks to the DKM Fund Committee for selecting five J.P. Morgan Chase Fellows and two ACB first-timers. These are seven tremendous future leaders of our organization. I want to close tonight by kind of sharing and reflecting on the message I left with you all last year, that in a pandemic, in a tragedy, in a time of upheaval, is a time when not only bad can happen, but also there's such an opportunity for good. We are seeing that. We are seeing that in legislation that has been proposed. There's opportunities with new bills that are being presented to Congress that will allow, we hope for accessible voting, that will improve our situation in transportation, that will allow us to get the health, durable medical equipment that we need to live safe and healthy lives. There's many opportunities. We are coming together in an amazing collaborative effort. I'm also seeing what can only be expected, but periods of angst and maybe even sometimes anger coming out of the pandemic. It's a time that took a lot of our control away. And what we have is each other. And I want to encourage you. Actually, the message that will be in the August forum is entitled, Please Be Kind to Each Other. 
And I ask you so much as we continue down our journey as an ACB family that we need to be kind to each other in our thoughts, in our emails, in our conversations. I want to share a personal story with you that has stuck with me now for over 40 years. As you guys know, I'm, I'm kind of a sports fan, and I went to the University of Florida. That's right, young folks, 40 years ago. It was a long time ago. And back then, you didn't have to pay anything to go to a Gator baseball game. All you had to do was, you know, bring a cooler and walk up to the field, sit down on wooden bleachers. You remember when you just had wooden bleachers and if you weren't careful, you'd fall through them? Well, that's what the University of Florida baseball field was. And we were playing, say we, because I'm a Gator, but Florida was playing Vanderbilt, the Vanderbilt Commodores, who had a pretty doggone good baseball team. It was, you know, an SEC rivalry. And so me and my buddies, we were sitting there in the bleachers, and we were doing what 20-year-old college students do, right? We were razzing the heck out of those van. We were sitting behind the Vanderbilt dugout. We were giving that manager, giving that coach just the dickens, you know, hey, hey, buddy, who? Who's your tailor, Omar the tent maker? Good God, who thinks you look good in that uniform? My God, who cuts your hair? You know, you cut your hair with a lawnmower. You know, we're giving him the dickens. We're, you know, we're heckling him. We're kind of doing what people will do at baseball games, right? And first inning goes, second inning goes, third inning goes. And all of a sudden, I look down in the plank below me in the wooden bleachers, the seat below me, there's a woman with her little seven-year-old daughter, and they're watching the game, and she starts to cry. And she looks at her mom, and, you know, she says, Mommy. She says, what, honey? What's wrong? She said, Mommy, why do those men behind us hate Daddy so much? And I want to tell you, that hit me right there. I will remember it for the rest of my life. What you say and what you do has an impact on people that you don't even realize. So being kind is not hard, but it is so, so important. I ruined that little eight-year-old girl's vacation. She was having spring vacation on a nice March summer day in Florida. And I'm making her cry. I will never forget it. So I ask each of you, as you move through this convention, as you participate in community events, committee meetings, whatever it is where you're interacting with other folks, please be kind. Your words matter. Having said that, I've got to end on a really happy note, and that is I want to talk to you about our community events and the work we've done a lot with the guidance of our membership services coordinator, Cindy Hollis. We have come together as an organization, blind people helping blind people, making a difference, not only helping each other with entertainment, with technology, with support, with anything. Exercise, my wife is yelling from the other room. So anything that you want to do as an individual, we've probably got a community event that will meet your needs. 
And if we don't, just give Cindy a call and we can have it on the air next week. To this date, we have had over 4,700 community events, which have impacted. Now, these are not unique individuals. We have had 125,000 touches, 125,000 times somebody has called in, zoomed in, phoned in, whatever it took to get into an ACB community event to share their thoughts, their time, their talent. They have made a difference. We have made a difference in each other's lives. ACB, we did it. And my challenge to you, for all new members that are attending their ACB convention for the first time, and also for you old timers out there who it's their, your 30th or 40th convention, I have a challenge for you this week. Meet a new friend. Make a new acquaintance. Write me at dspoon at acb.org and let me know who did you meet at this convention that you didn't know before. Make a contact. Make a connection. Grow your network. Grow your friends. This is what ACB is all about. I leave you tonight letting you know that ACB is healthy. We are strong. We are moving forward. And folks, we are going to be together in 2022 at the DC Leadership Conference in Washington, DC and our 2022 convention in Omaha, Nebraska. Thank you. Thank you for being a member or a friend of ACB. And thank you for what you do for this organization. That was Dan Spoon, president of the American Council of the Blind, speaking during the opening session of the organization's 60th annual conference and convention on July 18th. During his presentation, President Spoon turned the podium over to ACB Executive Director Eric Bridges for a report from the organization's national office. That report will be heard right here next month. You've been listening to ACB Reports from the American Council of the Blind. ACB Reports is heard each month on audio information services across the United States and worldwide on the ACB Media Network at acbmedia.org. Contact the American Council of the Blind online at acb.org or phone 800-424-8666. Thanks for listening, and please join us again next month for another edition of ACB Reports.